0: in a word being a pirate during the 18th century was difficult pirates lived in poverty and life at sea was both rough and dangerous food and water would have been in short supply and as a pirate you'd probably live a very short life you'd be lucky to see the age of 30 and even luckier not to die by hanging the easiest way to describe a pirate's life is looking at the life of a sailor during the 18th century Ships didn't need to operate much differently to become pirate ships, and in fact, many pirates were former merchant sailors or navy privateers. At sea, as a pirate, most of your time would be spent doing dangerous, hard labor grunt work. Just keeping a ship running in the 18th century was not easy. A pirate's work may have consisted of handling and fixing rigging, pumping water or other waste out of the ship's hull, or just cleaning. This type of stuff was what you could expect to do all day as a pirate. Ships are very high maintenance, and while personal hygiene was not hugely important at the time, sailors had a general understanding that dirty living quarters tended to spread disease. And indeed, disease was rampant on pirate ships. Scurvy was the most common pirate-killing disease. If a pirate had scurvy, the symptoms could be gruesome. One 16th century surgeon who was suffering from scurvy, describes his experience. It rotted all of my gums, which gave out black and putrid blood. My thighs and lower legs were black and gangrenous, and I was forced to use my knife each day to cut into my flesh in order to release this black and foul blood. I also used my knife on my gums, which were growing over my teeth. This would go on until a hemorrhage occurred close enough to the heart or brain to kill the sufferer. Syphilis and scabies were also pretty common aboard pirate ships. On board ships, codes of conduct were followed strictly. These covered things like theft, gambling, drinking, and dereliction of duty. If they were broken, the punishments could be brutal. Pirates were known for keel hauling, a practice where a man was dragged by ropes along the bottom of a ship There, he would be sliced by barnacles and wood and potentially drowned. Battling other ships was a relatively small part of the job for most pirate crews. It was a dangerous, high-risk activity after all. Most often, victimized ships would simply capitulate when pirates approached. Pirates were known for being brutal and violent. It was easier and safer to just give up the loot. That said, battles did happen. The first course of action would have been to disable the other ship pirate ships were notoriously gun-heavy. They could use standard cannonballs to destroy the hull or chain shot to take down a ship's masts and rigging. Pirates could then board the enemy ship and engage in hand-to-hand combat if the other crew did not capitulate. As a pirate, this is when you'd be most likely to die during the process. But if you were victorious, opposing crews could be killed, tortured, sold into slavery, or even forced to join the pirates. Through this or coastal pillaging, pirates were able to steal dyes, spices, fabrics, and weapons that they could then sell at port. Very rarely would pirates steal gold. Treasure galleons were typically too well protected. Much of a pirate's food came from these scores, and as you could probably imagine, pirate food was not great. Being at sea for months at a time, they needed food that wouldn't spoil in humid, warm conditions. This often included dried beef or pork. A type of biscuit called hardtack, made from flour and water, was also popular on pirate ships. This rock-hard biscuit didn't really spoil ever. In fact, some from the 1800s still exist today. It would often be full of worms and weevils, though, which pirates had to pick out before eating. On its own, hardtack was simply too hard to eat. Pirates often soaked it in water, beer, or coffee to soften it. Cooks would sometimes grind up hardtack to use as a filler in stews. Bread, butter, and cheese could be enjoyed if raided from ships or settlements. In times of need, sea turtles were also a popular food. At the time, they were plentiful, and unlike many species of fish, a single sea turtle provides quite a lot of meat. Ship's codes generally prohibited drunkenness while at work, but in leisure time at sea, pirates would have consumed any alcohol they could steal. Most often, that did indeed mean rum. The Caribbean was producing massive amounts of rum at the time and it was generally the spirit of choice for all people in the area, including those that pirates raided. Wine, brandy, and beer could also occasionally be found aboard pirate ships. Living aboard a ship was dangerous, dirty, and tiresome. But the equitable sharing of spoils meant that you could be paid significantly more than most entry-level Navy positions. And when pirates got back to port, they were not interested in saving their money. They knew that each time they went to sea, they could die, so pirates tended to make the most of their time on land. They would spend their money quickly on booze, prostitutes, and gambling. Places like Port Royal and Tortuga were pirate strongholds where sailors could drink whore and bet their money away. When the crew had exhausted their wages, they'd go to sea again. This cycle would basically continue until the pirates were hanged or died at sea from disease, injury, or just in a battle. Of course, there were exceptions to this lifestyle. Pirate Captain Henry Avery plundered the modern equivalent of 108 million dollars worth of treasure. Most of his crew retired as wealthy men and lived out their lives in peace. The pirate Captain Black Sam Bellamy was worth $142.5 million when he died. But for the vast majority of sailors, the pirate's life was short, dangerous, and difficult.